ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to my podcast on today. Today is Sunday, June the 28th. So I hope y'all is having an amazing Sunday this morning. I hope everything is going well with you and your family and everything. And I hope you're being safe out here. Wear your mask, sanitizing, and doing all that good stuff. Okay, today is states. Taste and see that I am good. This command contains an invitation to experience my living present. It is also contained a promise. The more you experience me, the more convinced you become of my goodness. This awareness is accessory to your faith walk. When adversity strikes, the human instinct is to doubt my goodness. My ways are mysterious, even to those who know me intimately. As the heavens are higher than earth, so are my ways and thoughts higher than your ways. And your ways and thoughts. Do not try to fail to my ways. Instead of spending time with me, experience my goodness. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who take refuge in him. Psalm chapter 34, 34 verse 8. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways, my ways, declare the Lord. As the heavens are higher than earth, so are my ways, ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Isaiah chapter 58, verse 8 through 9. So today it is stating, taste and see that I am good. Taste and see. Meaning like, not taste Jesus, but you know, he's talking about taste and see that I'm good. Um, He's talking about Tasting, hmm. taste and see if I'm good. He's not trying. He's not trying to say take a bite of me and see if I'm good. He's trying to say taste the my present taste what I'm doing for you and know that He is good. Meaning like He's gonna help us get through whatever we're going through, no matter what. No matter what man say, God has the last say. So we have to uh just know that God knows what's best for us. Even though we probably say, oh, I want to do it this way. I want this to go this way, or I want, you know, you just want stuff to go a certain way, and God's like, no, I want you to go this way, because if you go this way, you can learn something along the way, you know what to do, what not to do, you know, sometimes God takes us through stuff to get to our blessing, I really, truly do believe that, okay, and it's also a statement. Uh, this command, this command contains the invitation to experience my living presence. It is also a promise. So God said, "I'm gonna make sure." He made a promise. He's gonna make sure that we are okay. We that we have the necessity to live. And He also said He will give us the desires of our heart. But we also have to first seek Him. Seek Him first. Seek the kingdom of God first. And all those things that we want in life, that will be added. But we have to seek him first. We got to get our soul together. We got to get our hearts together and our minds together. He's not saying come to us when you get perfect. He said come to us. He said come to him now. So that way we can start working on us and start trying to mold us into this beautiful, wonderful butterfly or diamond or whatever the case may be. But he wants us to come to him now. No, um, I can remember when... um. You know, I go through some stuff in life. I'm not going to even say here. I'm lying to you. Because I do. And this one person was like, um, if I was you, you know, I would stop podcasting. Because how are you going to help somebody if you ain't got your stuff together? And I was like, you, she probably was right. Maybe I should have just stopped. Because I'm not together. Then. And then I talked to somebody else. And, you know, 
this other person like, what's wrong? They was like, and I said, well, I'm not going to do a podcast no more because I'm not together. And she said, ain't nobody going to be together. I was like, huh? She said, ain't nobody perfect in this world but God. All of us sin. All of us do stuff. All of us fall short of his book every day. So why would you wait? Then I was like, you right. Then I heard my pastor say, um, he was just talking. And I was like, just thinking, he was preaching. I was just thinking, I don't want to stop doing my pocket. What if I stop and somebody else take what I want to do and take off with it? And it blows up and then, because I stop and listen to somebody else, that go my dream, you know, whatever. So I was like, okay, I'm going to stay with it. Yes, I don't do nothing. Like, I hope y'all don't think I'll be out here doing something like this. But, you know, I, everybody sing. Everybody sing each and every day. But it's like people, you know, people try to take, oh, you shouldn't do this because you ain't got yourself together. But if I help somebody else, maybe somebody can help me along the way. You know, vice versa. So I still continue to do my podcast. Uh, and it say, the more you experience me, the more convinced you become of my goodness. So the more we experience God, more, the more we acknowledge that God is doing stuff for us, the more we experience God meaning like, Oh, God, you showed up when I thought I was going to have to pay this bill and I didn't have to pay it. Or you showed up uh, at my son's doctor when they thought he was going to have to have surgery and he didn't have to have surgery. Or you showed up and blessed me with a house and I didn't have to put nothing down or a car. I didn't have to. Somebody just blessed me with a car. You know, that's the goodness of God. Uh, you ha- he said, once you experience that, you know that God is, that God is. Because once you experience because you become more of my goodness. You become more of that God is like, ooh, God is good in a mud, honey. God is on time. This is not the necessity of your faith wall. So this is building your faith wall. Faith wall where you're like, okay, God, I'm believing for this job. I know I probably don't have the criteria. I know I probably don't have this and that. But then God opened up the door and they call you and say, okay, you got the job. And you're like, what the? What? Me? You know, there was nobody but God because... You know, you probably have to have all these degrees, all these qualifications, and you don't have none of it. But God said, I'm going to use this person because I know this person hard. I know they're not going to steer me wrong. I know they're going to do what they got to do. So, God, open up that door. You can be like, um, you can be like me. Okay. When I first, um, when I first lost, when I lost my, uh, when I lost my, um, we were staying in the shelter. No, I stayed in the shelter. We was in staying in the hotel for three and a half years. And I was like, this was my goal. Never thought I'd get kicked out. Ne- not kicked out. Never thought I lost it, would lose it during Harvey. Okay, this is what I said. Okay, God, it's time for me and my kids to get an apartment. But my thing was, I was going to wait till next year to get an apartment. When I got my income tax, I was like, okay, that way if I have to pay a bigger deposit or whatever, I have the money and I can pay it then. You know, I didn't have a car at the time. I wouldn't worry about the car right then because I was trying to get us out that hotel. We was in that hotel for three and a half years. It was time. It was time for us to go. So I was like, okay. And then never thought that never thought that we, I would lose it doing Harvey. So I lost it doing Harvey. Then we had to go stay in the shelter. And people were like, oh, you got to find an apartment. I was like, who? Who going to rent to me? I, and this is my thing. I had a broken lease on my um my credit dealing with my kid's daddy and I had another book at least because of uh, where I stayed at in Longview you know but it wasn't my fault I was doing the best I can but you know people don't care people don't you know people are about their dollar which I know is a business but I'm just saying 
So I, I was like, I don't know. So I was doubting myself the whole time. I'm like, who gonna rip me apart? And then I went to one apartment, and then she said, "Well, you got a bucket." And I said, "Tina, it, it popped up." I was like, I was so mad. I was like, I'm done. I ain't looking for nothing. And this one lady was like, "Well, if you don't find a place, you can come stay with us." I was like, I'm tired of staying with people. I'm so tired of staying with people. I just want something on my own. So one day I woke up. That I think it was a Friday. Never forget. Woke up Friday morning. I'm going. I said, "Okay, God, we gonna go find us a place." That's exactly what I said. Okay, God. Nope, you know, I just built, I just spoke to myself and like, okay, God, we're going to go find us a place. I don't, I mean, I don't know where it's going to be, but I, I'm going to find like this part people like, well, go to this place. They, they really good. They help people. Oh, this is my life. I was saying to myself, this is my life. If I don't find nothing, I'm going backwards. I'm going back. That's, that's what I was saying to myself. I never spoke it out loud, but I was saying it to myself. So we went to this apartment where I'm staying at, where I'm still staying at now. Thank you, Jesus. Um. We were here. She was like, she showed me the apartment. She said, how you like it? My thing was not to get a two-bedroom. Because my thing was to get a three-bedroom, two baths. So everybody would be comfortable. The boys had a room, my daughter had a room, and I had a room. That was my goal. That's how I saw it. But I got two-bedroom, two-bath. Two-bedroom, one bath. Me and my daughter shared a room, and the boys shared a room. I really don't care because then, like, I got a man or whatever the case may be. It is what it is. So she said, how you like it? I was like, I like it. I like it. You know, which I did because I was, you know. And she said, give me so She said, okay, do the lease and whatever, sign it. And I was like, oh, I was so scared. Like, oh. And but I, that thing, the broke lease popped up. Like, it like, it popped up. I was like, she said, well, the broke lease popped up, but don't worry about it. I was like, what? She said, don't worry about it because it's going to fall off. So don't worry about it. Uh, don't worry about it. She said, don't worry about it. It's going to fall. We'll work with that. Uh, you just probably have to pay like a, an extra deposit. I was like, okay. And she said, she did all my checks and, you know, where I worked at the school. And when I stayed at the hotels, because they need information that I was staying there, so they know that I was paying rent there. I said, honey, I've been in here for three and a half years. I haven't paid rent there plenty of time. Got kicked, not kicked out. Had to leave there because I couldn't pay. Had to sleep in the car. Honey, I got my receipts. I had my receipts and stuff. And she said, so she said, I call, she said, come Saturday, I'm going to call you Saturday. And you can sign the lease. I was like, huh? Got the apartment in a matter of 30 minutes. Top. I say 30 minutes, top. Because everything is going so smoothly. It scared me because I was like, oh, Lord, I didn't want you to see me. I was just walking around. She said, you okay? I didn't want the broken lease to pop. I didn't want nothing to pop. I just want them to say, she had perfect score. She had a good quality. That's all I wanted to say. But it didn't. So I was like, but boy, I'd be a son of a gun. But she wasn't worried about that. So I was like, there was nobody but God watching over me, saying, Felicia, I got you. All you, all I want you to do is just to trust me. That's how he was like, but just trust me. I have, I got you and your kids. I always make sure you and your kids have somewhere to go. I always make sure you and your kids are safe. I know it was hard staying in a hotel for three and a half years, but Felicia, just trust me. I got you. So I was like, I moved in Saturday. Got approved for a Friday and moved in on Saturday. Because, you know, some part, it takes like a week or two. But, no, moved in, signed the thing on Saturday. It was like smooth sailing. And then when we left the whatever, people, I didn't have to, I, don't, I have not had to buy nothing from this apartment besides a washer and a dryer and a living room. So everything else was given to me. Like someone said, Felicia, we got a bed for you. I didn't even care. I don't care. That's my. I didn't. 
I don't be like, ooh, I don't want that. I didn't care what it was, nothing. Thank you. We didn't have no living furniture for a good while. But then again, all we did was that we had TVs. They gave us TVs, beds. So we was good. So that's all. I just want to tell you all that. So that, that's like a faith walk. Because when I was like, Jesus, I don't know what you going to do. Because um, I was like, God, I don't know what you're going to do because I don't know. And I just didn't know. So, and he said, the uh, the knowledge is okay. The knowledge is essential to your faith. But when adversity strikes, the human instinct is to doubt. My goodness, I was in doubt. I sure was. Cause it's another story I had when um, okay, working, trying to pay this bill by my, you know, doing the best I can by myself. Came home one day, my lights was off. Okay, we made to bed. It was a Friday. I didn't have no money till next week sometime. I was like, oh, Lord, me and my kids are going to be in the door for the weekend. We're going to eat. It's, I was mad. I was like, I'm so sick of struggling. I don't know what to do. I was crying, whatever. I was like, oh, God, I don't know what to do. I wasn't going to call nobody. That's my thing. I don't have no pride, but I just know how people are. So I didn't call nobody. I said, I don't know what to do. I was crying, so I told my dad I was at a football game because I couldn't go. I didn't have the money to go to the football game because he was a color guard, so I didn't have the money to go. So I told him, I said, see, we can spend the night at one of your friend's house because until see, we can stay over there until Monday or whatever, go to school from there, and I'll just figure out the rest. She was like, what's wrong? I said, you know, excuse me, this said, just do that, so whatever. Okay, so. And she's like, oh, mama, I can ask somebody, one of my friends, mom, to help. No, because I want people to know my, my thing was, I am not, I can't, I might be just a little prideful, but I don't like people in my business, and then they be like, what are you doing? You know, they like to get it, they just, I don't like people like that. So, so this one lady was like, I get to, it was like about the week of, it was, I think it was the week without the Thanksgiving, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. I think it's out there fight. Yep, it was. So I was like, okay. Uh, I was like, okay. So we went um We went and um. So she went on. She said, "Mom, this lady said she would help you." So I was thinking in the car, like, "Lord, what can I do?" So I said, "Let me try another like company. Let me call somebody else to see if they can help me." So I called these people. This man said, oh, this your new address? You just moved here? I was like, yeah. She was like, right. I said, and he said, how soon do you need your lights turned up? I said, like today. He said, well, you know, it's a 24-hour period, 24 to 48-hour period. Blase, blase. So he gave me the account on the assignment. I didn't have to pay no deposit or nothing. I was like, okay. So I signed the car. I was like, okay. We should have lights on within 24 to 48 hours. We should be okay. Hopefully be on by Saturday or Sunday. We'll be okay. But I just, now my objective was to find us something to eat. I didn't have no money. The food that I had was stuff for me, us to cook, but and I don't like she can't cook. So I asked this girl that who I really truly trust and I asked, I said, can you just send me some money, uh, cash app it so that I can buy me and my kids something to eat. And I told her the situation. She was like, Oh you should I said, I just I need to do it one day at a time. I was saying to myself, okay, if I get through the day, I worry about tomorrow. So she sent me some money, so I was like, okay, we're just going to use this. We're going to get something to eat. 
you know, and get some candles, and we'll be all right. We in the house, so we'll, we'll be all right. It was kind of cold, so we'll be good. So I was like, okay. So I just sat in the car, waiting for her, and then the man's like, it's going to take, so I had called this man around like 3.30, almost 3.30 to 4. So I was like, okay, just sitting there, just talk, just telling God, you know, just talking to God, like, God, I don't know what to do no more. I'm so over it. You know, then all of a sudden I just happened to look up. It wasn't even a good 30 minutes. Happened to look up. Popped up. Opened my eyes. And what happened? My lights were on. That man said 24 to 48 hours. My lights came on within. I'd say 30 minutes. Probably, I'd say 30 minutes. Of me getting out the phone with this guy. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, thank you, God. I had to repent. I said, God, forgive me for jumping into conclusion, having a self-pity party, and I should have never doubted you. That was my thing. I should have not doubted you. So, so, it is so easy for us when our verses straight, we go to our human instinct. Oh, God, I can't believe you did this, blah, 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 blah. You know, have a pity party. want people just, just go on a rampage like I did. But you don't want to do that because then you doubt. You think you start doubting what God has already done for you in the past. But you also got to hold on to that. You know, just hold on like, God, I know you're going to get me through here. I don't know how, but y'all know you're going to work it out. And it said, my goodness, wait, he said, my ways are mysterious even to those who are intimately, those who knew me intimately. So he know, he know exactly what he doing. He said, my, he said, <laughs> He just said my ways are mysterious. And he ain't lying about that. Because they are mysterious. Because we don't know how God going to work it out. We don't know what God going to do. Like right now, I am trying to believe for, you know, just for my business to boom and my podcast to take off. And there are days I'm like, I ain't doing a podcast today. I am not making a shirt today. I ain't doing nothing. Because I'm mad. And then my kids like, Mom, don't give up. You never know. All it takes is for the right person to hear. And then you're going to go off. You're going to take off. I was like, you're right. But I don't want to hear that. Because I want them to feel sorry too. But my kids are like, my chili. They don't let me try not to have a bad day. Or be a depressed day. They were like, mom, get up. Let's get it going. So I feel like my pushing my chili. So I just want to tell y'all that. Um, thank you, God, for waking us up this morning. Thank you for your mercy and grace is new each and every day. And thank you, Father, for your word on today because you said taste and see that I am good. And, Father, Lord, we know that you are good. But sometimes, Father, Lord, when our virtues do strike, Father, Lord, we begin to go into our human instinct. And that's when we begin to doubt you. But, Father, Lord, I thank you that we that you take doubts out of our minds and our hearts. Because, Father, Lord, you have been way too good to us. Father, you are, your goodness is so good to us. And you are awesome and amazing, God. So, Father, Lord, I thank you for that. Thank you, Father, Lord, when things start to come up, Father, Lord, that we that we, that we we look back over our life and, you, and we see where you have brought us from. Even though it's been a struggle here and there. But, Father, Lord, you have never left us nor forsaken us. So, Father, Lord, I thank you for that. Thank you, Father, Lord, for all you have done for your people. Thank you, Father, Lord, that you are good. And you are awesome, man. Thank you, Father, Lord. When we go through stuff, Father, Lord, all you're doing is trying to build up our faith walk and our trust with you. So, Father, Lord, thank you for that. Thank you, Father, Lord, for whoever may be dealing with stress, depression, anxiety. Father, Lord, I pray that you give them peace in their mind. 
Father Lord, I pray you get a peace that surpasses our understanding. And let them know, Father Lord, that you're right there with them. Even though they don't understand what is going on or how they're going to make it or how they're going to pay a bill, pay their rent. Just like, just give it to me. You have too much on you. And Father Lord, I just thank you that you take away, take away that stress, that anxiety, that impression, that worry. Take it all away from them. And Father Lord, thank you for all you have done for us. And Father Lord, I know that we are living, dealing with corona, dealing with injustice. But Father Lord, this is not catch you by surprise. It probably caught a whole lot of us by surprise. But this did not catch you by surprise. So, Father, I just thank you and I praise you for all you have done for us. And I thank you, Father, that you said you will never leave us nor forsake us, that you're with us. Because you said today, taste and see that I am good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge. All we got to do is run to you, keep our eyes on you, and stay focused on you. In Jesus' name, amen. And um, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to my podcast on today. I hope y'all have an amazing and awesome Sunday. And just know, don't doubt what God has already done for you in the past. Just say, God, I don't want to see no doubt. Whatever you're trying to do, just keep at it. Just don't give up. And when I tell y'all don't give up, I'm talking to myself too. Because there are days I want to give up. But don't give up. I don't care what it is. And my kids always tell me this. Mama, don't give up. Keep pushing. You never know. All it takes is just one person. Just that one person to see it. And you're going to go off. And I was like, you're right. So I'm telling you, don't, whatever your dreams is, whatever your goal is, don't give up. Keep pushing. Keep doing it. And know that God is going to see you through this. So until next time, ladies and gentlemen, y'all have a blessed and awesome Sunday. <laughs>